I'm Hugh. I'm Linda. Together we're Hinda. And this is Hindacast. Our third podcast in 48 hours. Hope you enjoyed meeting the bride and grooms from Maths UK. Meanwhile, back to Ninth Day Fiance UK, episode 11. Can you believe, Hugh, we've only got one more episode to go? The end is in sight. The end is in sight. The end seems to be in sight for nearly every relationship. Boy, there was some rouse. Michael and Mercy opened the show. And can I just say, when Michael and Mercy opened the show and they turned around and looked at the cameras, you know, when their names come up across the sheet. Yeah. My God, Mercy looked like the devil. If looks could kill, you'd be dead and buried. Seriously, I've never seen anything like it. Angry and miserable. That's Angry how they look. Angry and miserable, yeah, absolutely. She went back to that same bloody spot that she always goes, her bed. I don't know if it, it looks so small. It doesn't look like it could be their bed. It just needs to be a little small bed. Maybe she just runs off the single bedroom and slulks in there. Well, maybe in fairness, if they're house sharing, they don't have access to the lounge or it's not private or something like that. Maybe it's that. But whatever way, the weirdest angle, the weirdest setup, and they had a talk to trash things out. I'm not even sure it was a proper talk. It was mostly Michael who did the talk. Well, it was mostly Michael that did the apologising. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the day before the wedding. I, I can understand how Mercy is feeling. Like, she g- is genuinely upset. She doesn't know if she's doing the right thing. She's She knows she has to make the decision before the next day. Is she going to stay in the UK? Is she going to go back to Kenya? She says she loves Michael. She wants to be with him. But does she love him enough? Yeah, but I, I'm just not sure. Did anything change? Like, you know, I, I don't know. They just had this sort of a, a discussion or it just seemed all very short. And suddenly they were getting married again and suddenly they were happy. I, I just don't get Look, it. Look, it's all in the edit, Hugh. I think that was very heavily edited, in fairness. And in fairness oh. to Michael, I thought he said all the right things. He was supportive of her. He said he'd respect her decision in relation to what she wanted to do. But at the same time, you know, I want to marry you. We're a family. It's you and me. We can make <sighs> this work. We can pull together. Bloody, bloody, black. Yeah, but should that not have been the case for the last however many weeks she's there in Clacton? And he, I think he was being supportive. Yeah. How many weeks she was in Clacton. It's just taken her a while to settle down. It's a complete culture shock for Hugh. She's thousands of miles away from her home, her family, even if goddamn climate is different. Okay. All right. All right. Listen, let's move on, but I'll come back to that point in a minute. How about that? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Are we going to have a row now? Whatever. <laughs> we may as well. Everybody else is having a row for quite a second. We'll tell you something. We'd show them how it's done, wouldn't we? So the morning starts and he's ironing her dress. Oh, what can I say? I thought that it was really cute. But I think mm. he kind of was thinking to himself, I have to because she can't iron. Yeah. He didn't exactly make a great job of himself. Oh, look, he got like, up early because yeah. he knows it takes her two hours to get ready. He's sitting there sipping his coffee and ironing her wedding dress. Well, I think that's pretty good going, only taking two hours to get ready. It turned out to be an underestimate. It did turn out to be an underestimate. And, you know, it was it's funny. It was really funny seeing the reaction. Um, Michael was walking the walls. He was stressed <laughs> a bit that they were going to lose their slot, you know, and he was really, really nervous and yeah. over anxious about it. And Mercy was like, if she was any more horizontal, she'd be lying down. Actually, I said that wrong. If she was any more laid back, she'd be horizontal. <laughs> Mercy was just whatever, going with the flow. Don't be stressing me out. Don't be worrying, you know. Mm. There's no issue here. And as I say, Michael was walking the walls. Yeah. He was practically chewing his nails off. He looked well in his suit, I thought. Oh, I thought he was bursting out of that shirt a little bit. Ah, yeah. Michael, that's, that's I think I didn't need to go likes. on a diet or invest ah, in a new shirt. Him. That's the style he likes. It makes him look more hunky. Oh, I think he does look hunky. I think about All this right. fine thing. Yeah. Oh, here we go again. 
Poor old Christian is kicked to the curb now. Is oh, he? don't even get me started with Christian. We'll move on to him later. <laughs> so what I was going to say was the proof of the pudding that, you know, they didn't really sort anything was he made one boo-boo. Now, admittedly, a big boo-boo. It was major, for Christ's <laughs> okay. sake. It was major. He didn't say she looked well on her wedding day. Like, you didn't get a chance. She only got down the stairs. He was going to say it, drive along in the car. He says was. Ah, uh, no, I think he was. No way. No, no, no. He, no. he should have said when he saw her coming down the stairs, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You take my breath away. Now get into the car. <laughs> <laughs> Go and get your skates on. Well, he kind of got it the wrong way around. He said, you should have, we should have left 25 minutes ago. Well, she had to say it to him. She had to say, you know, <laughs> oh, you never told me I looked well. You're supposed to tell me I looked well. Yeah, I don't blame her. I'd yeah. be paranoid to bits over that as well. Okay, but it was that bad. Now, all right, she, she was upset. and No, I can get that in fairness. I really can. But, I mean, she jumped out of the car. Well, she did tell him to stop and pull over first. Yeah, yeah. She told him to stop. He stopped the car. He pulled up the handbrake and then she jumped out. Yeah, gone vamoose down yeah. the street. And they ended up in a cafe or somewhere. Yeah, and Michael's answer to everything is, have something to eat, it'll make you feel better. Yeah, I don't think that was what solved it, though. I think it was what the waitress what solved it. Why? They were having a mad row, they were fighting, then all of a sudden, oh, here's the waitress. And in typical style, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. And off they went, and suddenly everything was grand. Did you not know Everything's rosy in the garden again. Everything was, just, was rosy I- once the waitress came. I don't think so. I don't think it was that rosy at all. Again, I think that was in the editing. There was very, an awful lot more to be said on that day. Uh, it's 90 Day Fiance UK. Shopkeepers, takeaway owners, waitresses, they all solved the problems. Do you not know that? Oh, well, he didn't. Yeah, I did notice that in fairness. <laughs> yeah. um, so Michael apologises again mm. and they eventually get to the registry office and shock her. Yeah. There's a late slot available for them. <laughs> We sort of saw that one coming. Imagine, imagine. I think the old production crew got on the blower and uh, booked something. And they got there and all of the friends and family were waiting for them. Celebrations, clapping them in. 50 of of them. One of them. Not. (laughs) James, the friend. The friend who accused Mercy of being a catfish. (laughs) Was that not the other one, no? Was that Nick? That was Nick, yeah. Okay, okay. That was well, Nick. I, look, neither of them wanted them to marry Mercy yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. James so, was slightly less sceptical. And I think the celebrant then was absolutely taking the piss the way she was telling everybody, can we all, you know, we're all gathered here to all celebrate the, the, the Form wedding. Form an orderly queue. Leave the room quietly, please. Just Remember, we have neighbours. Just gathering of friends and family. And poor James <laughs> is looking around and going, sorry, where? <laughs> and his little bundle of confetti, and he threw it up in the air. And then they went to give a hug to each other, and it looked very strange. He must have felt dead awkward. Talk about the third wheel. He was like a threesome, wasn't it? Like a weird kind of a threesome. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And the difference between, look at, I mean, Mercy was surprised that it was so different from the wedding in Kenya. Yeah. You were surprised that they weren't married the first time yeah, around. Well, yeah. We, we all felt cheated over that one. Yeah. The whole country was surprised. Yeah, I think so. You know, given all of the celebrations and all of the ceremony oh and all of the gosh. money that exchanged hands and the ga- animals and the... And in fairness, though, Linda, it was the best totes. wedding. And any of these weddings we've seen, it was by far the best. It was the business. Well, it, apart it, it, from the goat getting its throat slit. Yeah, well, that was in the early days. That was the night before or something yeah. like that. You and look, I mean? his children didn't even go to... Like, there was no sign yeah. of vanity at the wedding. That was a little unexplained now, yeah, to say the least. Yeah, what's all that about? Yeah. I, I, I thought, look, I t- thought the whole thing was a bit sad. Yeah, yeah. The three of them standing there. Look at that. Look at that, my notes. Bit sad. Oh, very good. Great go. minds think alike. Fools seldom differ. differ. Right. <laughs> Shane and Mert. Um, shopping. 
the shopping, the nice smell spray, the coconut, the duck, the, the caviar. The 66 euro overspend. All of a sudden, 66 euro and like, I mean, that's the end of the world because Shane doesn't have enough now to pay for the final instalment on the wedding. At some point, the early points of the row and the disagreement when he got in, I thought it was like a comedy show. I honestly thought it should be like one of those American comedy shows where they have a laugh track underneath it. Because that was the way it was going. It really was a little bit ridiculous. And then suddenly he starts banging the counter and he says, I have paid. You can't shout at me. That was a little bit spooky. He really lost a ride, didn't he? Like yeah, he really, I didn't really like that. He really lost the plot. He really lost his no, temper that time. I didn't like that. But it was very much glossed over, Hugh. It was. You know, it was like moving on. Yeah. Moving on swiftly. It was just a little flash of... A temper. What, yeah, and what he what he's seen somewhere before. Do you think? Yeah, I think there's there's an element of frustration. Well, maybe it's just the culture. I don't know. I just think we saw a little flash of something and that may come out again. Well, look, it didn't seem to bother Shane, did it? No. She sat up on the counter and opened a bottle of Prosecco. Yeah, but she may be used to it now. I don't uh, it was know. just glossed over. There was yeah. no, there's no issue about it at all. Nobody, like, again, if that was me and you kind of banging down the, the table or counter like that and it was so out of character for you, I'd be going, who the hell do you think you are speaking to me like that you that, dare shout at me that's because it would be out of character for me but I, I don't know it didn't look out of character oh okay to me. That's, that's an interesting no, observation that's just what I think I could be totally wrong but that's just what I saw but it was all over the bags of shopping yeah all the pandemonium all, <laughs> the, all the pandemonium you will learn to say that eventually <laughs> will yeah um, all the hassle all the shouting and screaming was all over 66, the 66 pounds 66 pounds I suppose it was the principle and I suppose it represented an awful lot more to Shane in fairness these things often do but still in all you have to put things in a little bit of perspective no I don't think it was an indicative of something else going on in the background I think it was over 66 euro Hugh yeah I think that they're so tight on the budget that 66 euro meant that they couldn't make the final installment yeah so they wouldn't have to starve themselves for the three weeks before the wedding okay okay God, I don't know what's going to be left of merit. Anyway, um, moving swiftly on, a cup of tea in this case seemed to sort it all out. Or was it Mert's family stumping up a few quid? Wouldn't you love to know how much Mert's family actually gave towards the wedding? Because, you know, Shane was kind of saying, is it enough to cover the overspend? And Mert said, oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Mm. And they had a day out paddle boarding as well. Oh, wow. Which, in fairness, I, I expect is fairly expensive day out. Do you think so? Yeah, I'd say it is, relatively it speaking. It look yeah. that expensive now. Well, it's a bit of a board and a paddle. Paddle boards and, and they, they hired out the wetsuit for Why didn't Shane get a wetsuit? <laughs> Very weird. Very it was weird. a bit weird now, wasn't it? And yeah. actually, I'll tell you what was weird. When you're in the dressing room and we didn't actually know what they were going to do. No. And we didn't know what he was trying on. I thought they were in Ann Summers again. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I was I was there. like, I was about to pass pause. Skip this bit. Moving swiftly <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, in case the kids were in the room. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. So I was kind of quite relieved when I saw him walking out of the dressing room in a wetsuit. Yeah, the Devon branch of Ann Summers. Is it? They seem to have a good time at the old paddleboarding. Now, it wouldn't be my cup of tea, but they seem to have a good time. Even though it was cloudy and windy and Shane got her hair wet. And Yeah. I was surprised Shane was that good at it. 
Why? I don't know. Shane just doesn't come across as somebody who's going to be so good at something that's kind of a bit sporty. Well, like, you I mean, he's from a little surfing village and so I'm assuming he gets out on the water. She gets out on the water. The Mert lad wasn't too good at it. He wasn't too good. It was very funny though when he was kind of saying sharks. Do you have sharks? Yeah. Do you actually have sharks? Uh-huh. He was dead serious about that, wasn't he? <laughs> I would love him to say yeah. Is he, is he going back to Turkey? <laughs> that was funny. He was going completely the wrong way. Couldn't stay on that board, could he? Yeah. And yeah, he's fairly agile. Again, yeah. I thought he'd be better at it. Mm, yeah. Look, he mm. just needs to practice. He's been dodging his parents for years. Oh, <laughs> touche, Hugh, touche. <laughs> Joan and mother, what else I was thinking when they were, when Shane yeah. was in the bedroom that time and, and Mert brought her in a cup of tea, I was thinking, oh, she must have brought the bed from home. That's the bed yeah. from that. Yeah. You don't have to watch things and yeah. notice things, do you? And all her cushions and all are the same. You'll be kept on. Well, maybe that's why they fell out with their mother. Oh, but, but listen, that's later on. Oh, for God's sake, spoil sports. Save it, save Who's it, next? save it. Tiana David. Oh, Jesus, this pair of Egypts. Yeah. Oh, my God. It Seriously. doesn't stop anytime soon. They are getting worse, not better. Talk about a love-hate relationship. I think those two love to hate each other. She forgave him over the picnic. She forgave him yes, over the picnic. That's why I said like, it like that. Is she for yeah, real? Yeah. I know he made an effort. I forgive him. So he takes her shopping again yeah. because he didn't learn his lesson the ah. first time around. He took her to a, a lot nicer place. The, the boutique did seem, to the outsider looking in, i.e. me, it seemed quite nice. But no, it wasn't good enough, was it? Because the selection was too small. And there was kind of a lack of organisation for Tion. Yeah. It all seemed, once again, to represent the same thing. Every chance Tion gets, she wants to say to David that this is not the place for me. I want to go and we should go to the UK. Every chance she gets, that's what she wants to do. I think it's every chance she gets, she wants to put him down and she wants to put Dominican Republic down. It's just not up to her standards. And again, I'm wondering, is it Dominican Republic is not up to her standard or David is just not up to her standard? What is it? Well, she won't let him pick her clothes or make any suggestion about I don't blame him. Some of those choices were dodge. They were dodge AF, seriously. Mm. And what about me? Am I good at that? Yeah, you are actually good at that, Hugh. No, seriously, you've got a really good fashion sense. I like when you pick out clothes for me. So it's not just... I like it better when you buy them. Okay. (laughs) So it's not just your love for me that makes you, that allows you, if you like, to let me suggest clothes to you and almost dress you. You honestly think I have good taste as well? I I think you've good taste, but yeah, because I... Because I love you, I allow you to make suggestions. All right. It doesn't mean that I'm going to run with your suggestions. No, I I know that. (laughs) Yeah. But I I certainly allow you and often encourage you to make suggestions. You do, yeah. You do, in fairness. But you do have good taste, no, Hugh? You you absolutely have. Right. It's not about us. So anyway, (laughs) we'll go back to Tian and David. Oh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, he's really disappointed that you didn't like anything on the shopping trip. Because as I say, he doesn't doesn't learn. He he has to keep making the same mistakes over and over again. And for such a clever guy, he's fairly stupid, isn't he? Now, she decided to treat him. And it seemed like a great thing to do because when women very often want to treat a man, they make him a meal. Because every woman knows that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. So you would think. Preferably with a knife, but how and ever go ahead. (laughs) Then you got to see the meal. Is that what it was? I, I don't know. I still don't know to this day. We've tried and we've zoomed in. And you we thought it was a pie. I thought it was, it was an yeah. eaten mess. It, it, was it was a right mess. It was a right mess, wasn't Fucking it? It was mess. a right mess. I, I don't, I, I have yeah. no clue what it was. And like, I mean, was she trying to kind of let us think that she spent the whole day slaving over, over the bread and butter pudding? Maybe slaving bread and butter over pudding. a hot tin opener, yeah. 
I don't know, but whatever it was, it was served in a bowl. In a small bowl, and it looked crusty and broken. That's, That's all why I, I thought see. it was a yeah. mess. Right, okay. But surely they wouldn't be having that for their dinner. Very Maybe strange. we just saw the dessert. Very strange. Was. Anyway, the, there was an ulterior motive. It was nothing to do with making it up to him or this, that, or the other. It was once again, let's sit him down and let's give him the old let's good move back to the UK routine. Yeah, because that's what she wants. Yeah. Um, and she genuinely feels, though, that they'll have a better life in the UK and he'll have an opportunity to make more money. But he does have a good job as far as mm-hmm. he's concerned. And look at it from his perspective, right? So he has worked and invested years, apparently, into his professional life to get where he is. How old is he again? Yeah, but he's 24, yeah. Okay, Come right, on. okay. So, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that aside. And he's good English and he's teaching maths, so I can't see any reason why he can't maybe transfer over to you. Yeah, but he's he's teaching maths in, as he's a high school maths teacher, okay, yeah. in Dominican Republic, and he's earning a lot more than the average wage, all right? right? And it's difficult to have a position like that in Dominican Republic. So I can understand where he's coming from that if he moves away to the UK and it doesn't work out what's he going back to he's lost his job what are chances he's going to get another job like that Mm. so he's back in the Dominican Republic you know with no money no job and probably no hope of getting another position like that so you can understand he's taken a big 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 risk yeah well whichever way he kind of said at the end of the conversation that he would move yeah, when she read him the letter, he said, I'll move oh God, the letter. I forgot to about the that. opposite side of the world, hopefully. What, what What? was that about? I didn't think much of the letter. No, neither did I. No, it, it, again, Sorry. It's just, you know, they just get, keep giving us examples of their immaturity. Yeah. It's just a whole different level of immaturity. Their lack of worldliness. It's astounding, isn't it? Yeah. It's absolutely astounding. So, look, we move on with these two and they decide. He decides to bring her salsa dancing to try and teach her mm. how to dance the salsa. Yes, yes. Now, she goes on endlessly about the other women and about the sexiness of it. And she has a problem with that. And that she hates salsa, basically. Yeah. I think it might just be down to plain old simple. She's not a very good dancer. Or she's just a jealous person. A little bit of both, maybe. Yeah, she, she, she is really a jealous person. Yeah. You know, she's very, very insecure. She is, she's no trust. She's, oh, like, it's just. Yeah, but Linda, if she was so a good wrong. dancer, she'd be up there and she'd be giving it socks. Or she, she'd at least try. But no, she sat yeah. in the corner with a face like a slap darse. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and she wasn't just engaging with it at all. So he gets up and he does his thing. And of course, yes, David being David, he had to throw in a little bit extra and get kind of, you know, up, up close and up personal close and personal with yeah. the other dancer. Do you know, I thought that other dancer was Tion. I have to plead. I thought the exact same I thing. Really I really did. Oh, that's a different look. That's a little more, more dressed down than we're yeah, usually Well, I was kind of looking at her yeah. saying, oh, she's making an effort. Fair play yeah. to her. Yeah, look, she has the shoes and everything on her there. And I thought actually she looked well, funny enough. And then when they started moving, I was kind of going, Whoa, she God, actually she can, can dance. dance. Yeah. And there's good chemistry between them two. Yeah, yeah. She was literally, that girl was like Tion with longer hair. Mm. But yeah. it wasn't. Or maybe that's David's type, you see. Oh, never thought of that one. So maybe that's, he's going for a Tion look like who can dance. I mm. think the she more. She probably cook as well. I think the more likely explanation is they interviewed just about every salsa dancer they could get their hands on, the producers, and they found the girl that most looks like her. So you think it was, it was planned? I think so, yeah. Yeah, all right. Sorry to a spoiler for you guys there you go whatever <laughs> she is in the absolute horrors oh God. when she sees him dancing with this girl oh. and 
it's disgusting. You're disgusting. This whole thing is disgusting. It's disgusting. You know, you're so disrespectful to me. You know, it, it was just, like I say, an astounding level of immaturity. The pointy little finger was out. Have you noticed the way she asked, gets out that little pointy finger? She's so self-righteous. She just thinks she knows it all. 21. Anyway, they tried to have a bit of a talk. She moved. She jumped away, right? About four times. Yes. And all she, she didn't even go to the next table. She went about halfway to the next table when the camera moved. But yeah, when she did that in the restaurant when they were sitting down at the table, yeah. I thought she was gone. <laughs> so did I. But he's following around like a little stupid little lovesick puppy or something. Yeah. Crazy. Off in the taxi, she goes, the relationship is over. That's what she says. That's what she says, yeah? Yeah. Okay, we've heard that before. Hoops and Jose. I hope it is over. I really do hope it is over. Hoops and Jose, well, just hoops. Sort of. Hoops goes baby shopping. Hoops goes... Well, she wasn't exactly going to buy a baby. She is had that, one, <laughs> yeah, right. Is that lady that was in that baby clothes shop? Is that the same one that was in the Ann Summer shop? No, I thought of that as well. No, no, no. She was, was that her sister? She, no, she was a little more posh. She was a little more posh, you know, because she said she said it was it was like someone at a brief encounter, if you've ever seen it. Very old English. I've movie. seen third encounters. That's yeah, no, brief encounters. <laughs> I'm sure he'll, he'll make every effort, she said, ever so earnestly. Oh, is he from Colombia? Oh, it's brilliant. Those shopkeepers and now charity shopkeepers, they, they just make the day. Don't they? Yeah. They solve every problem. Maybe she's going to be godmother. You'd want him with you, wouldn't you? So there we have the guy in the chicken shop is going to be the godfather. Mm. And the lady in the baby clothes shop is going to be the godmother. I reckon there could be a good old uh, Barney between her and the lingerie one. The two of them have to fight it out in the middle of Gloucester Square. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yes. So she finds yes. this baby baby vest that has I love chickens on it it just happened to be there like she put her hand out and plucked it out oh what's this it was just surreal third hand it was it was surreal so obviously she buys this this baby vest (laughs) and she goes home and she facetimes Jose yes what is she wearing I I don't know what is the deal with all the laundry she's a heavily pregnant woman yes and like I don't whatever like I seriously is this going to be the latest thing can you get lingerie like maternity lingerie or that kind of horse bolted stable door obviously you can and maybe I don't know maybe she has this sideline where she's kind of selling this pregnancy laundry oh right but okay. you know she's sitting in the house on her own all yeah. dressed up in this laundry with her boobs hanging out all over the place and oh, God. like I don't even know whether it was a dress or it was a dressing gown or whatever the hell she had mm. on her but she facetimes Jose anyway yes and he looks like yes. he's only after waking up he mm. usually looks like he's only after waking up True. he's all Ugh. yeah and he says well I'll be back in the UK in three months time no he didn't exactly say that I will be back in the UK in about three months time he sounded like Stephen Hawkins on the WhatsApp call. Well, I thought his English was quite good in the WhatsApp it call. It was, but it sounded very heavily edited again. If we're talking about edited, it was flash, 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 edit, edit, edit. Oh, I will talk to the visa people. Okay, well, she is horrified when she hears that it's going to take him three months yes. to process the visa application and get back to the UK. I'd like, be feckin' oh, delighted. What, what do you mean, Jose? I can't do this alone. You won't be at the, the birth of your baby's, your baby's birth and you won't be here and we'll have to do this all on our own and yeah. all of this. Louise, you should have thought of that. You should have thought about your timeline. You're the one who got yes. pregnant before he even had his visa. 
sorted mm. out. You know, like, is this all of a sudden a big surprise? She's had, she's known this for the last six months, but she's at least 24 weeks pregnant. Anybody who watched the show could have forecast. Yeah, exactly. It's you. just, it again, I, I, it's obviously all for the camera because it just can't be for real. Yeah. And then he says, oh, well, okay, then I'll speak to the visa people and maybe I'll be there in a month. Mm. Well, Jose, you're doing well. Yeah. You're doing well. It's just like in, in a matter of seconds, it's going from three months to one month oh. just because you decide to have a chat with them. That's if he can make his way in and press enter and find his way. She's asking a lot, really, isn't she? Yes. Yeah, for, for asking him to handle anything Give like him that. directions, tell him yeah. where to get the bus. She's asking a lot. But thank God that's all we saw of those two. Yeah. Oh, no, probably better off. But you do raise a good point, Linda. You know, if he turns around and says, oh, I'll be able to get it down to one month. I mean, did he not try that anyway? Did it take her getting upset to make him realise he should be there for the birth of his baby? Well, she's reminded him enough times. You yeah. know, oh, totally. Like from day one. From day one, yeah. But yet during this conversation, it's only it's like so she's only just realised that he potentially won't be there for the birth of the baby. Yeah. Okay. Whew. It actually annoyed me. <laughs> I know. Like I'm actually, I'm, I'm all up to high dough here. I know. I know. We're meant to be enjoying the program. It's giving us higher blood pressure, not lower blood pressure. We got teasers. We did. We got teasers about Tion and David. Again, we could have forecast what was going to happen. She storms off to a nice place, it seems, a nice hotel. He's back in his rather more um, normal house. Uh, he goes to apologise and then starts pretending to cry. That was uh, if I ever heard a fake cry. That was embarrassing. Yeah, I'm actually dreading seeing that. I, I'd be, I'd be seriously, I'd be covering my eyes with my hands and looking through my fingers, mortified from with that fake cry. No surprise either. It's Rebecca and Christian's wedding day. Christian is getting very angry. He's shown his anger issues and he's shown his bad language. Again, no surprise. He has foul language. Like yeah. he's really that is disrespectful. If you ask yeah. me. I don't know what she... That's not attractive. Yeah. No surprise in the first two teasers. But shock horror, hold the front page. There's a problem between Mert and Shane's mum, it seems. Where did that come from? I didn't see that coming at all. And again, it could be something to do with her taking the bed. (laughs) You never know, you. You never know. Seriously, she could have a right royal hump because because she took to bed. Well, we'll see what happens. God only knows what else she took out of the house. Yeah. Well, guys, we're going to talk to you again with the final episode of Night's Day Fiancé. Looking forward to it. Yes. You'll get to hear that before we'll have any talk about Married to Foresight. So can't wait for that. Till then, keep watching the show and we'll talk to you soon. And don't forget, guys, if you have anything to say to us, please send us emails. We absolutely love reading your emails. Please do. Um, So, you know, we're absolutely open to all of your comments. Look forward to that too. Laters, guys. Bye for now. Before you go, just a quick request. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you can, pop on a notification. That way you'll know when our podcast drops. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us on indicastreality at gmail.com. Indicastreality at gmail.com.